The following content is a Pie Cloud Network production. I got my brother on the line, my man Chad Law from We Are the Inner Circle. We are fellow wrestling fans, so we're just here to talk about the last uh, last few days of WWE action. What's going on, man? Man, WWE right now has got my interest. I'm here with my my head of Mac Vic as well too. Inner Circle, it's an Inner Circle function. Yo, Mac, Mac Vic in the building. What's up, bro? Man, chilling, man. I think the way I could summarize the whole the whole view of how I'm seeing it is is rematch clause, and I'm seeing yeah. rematch right now. I think if I hear the the phrase rematch clause again, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? This is this this WWE rematch clause is just ridiculous now. I think they've overused the rematch clause in the last four to five years. Just at least maybe like four, maybe four years. Everybody is just rematch, rematch. And they're cramming four, five, six people in for a number one contenders match that's going to happen two months down the line. It's 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 interesting writing from the WWE perspective right now. Yeah, I saw you send that uh, that tweet out. They're pretty much just hitting. It's like the default button. Like when they don't know exactly what to do. See, what they used to do is it used to be a title match at a pay per view or whatever the case is, and they would build up to the rematch. At least you wouldn't get that rematch until the following pay per view. They wouldn't give it away on TV. Now I'm not mad at some of the matches. I saw a lot of people were mad yesterday when they announced, and we'll get into a little bit more in depth later, but when they announced that they're going to have Shinsuke and John Cena um, next week on SmackDown, a lot of people were saying that that's something that they should save up for. But the the thing is, there is no such thing as pay-per-view anymore. Pretty much like the the Battleground and everything not named WrestleMania is just a a Sunday night show. It's not really a pay-per-view. Yeah, so um, did you guys get a chance? I'm sure you guys uh, watched Battleground. What were your... Your your opinion of the overall show Battleground this past Sunday? Honestly, that Punjabi prison match was pretty uneventful, I should say. I really wasn't that impressed with it. It was long as hell, too. Pause. It was definitely long, and not for nothing. Like the suplexes into the Punjabi prison, like I really wasn't. Okay. That wasn't doing it for me. Pause. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I think the Singh brother taking the bump is pretty much like the highlight. That's what they're going to be doing now. Is just being the highlight reel. Good. Yeah. Yeah, like the Speaking last all three matches that Randy Orton and uh and and homie's name. What's what's, what's dude's name? Jinder Mahal. All three matches they had, the highlight of all three of those matches was one of the Singh brothers taking a bump either through the table or off the top of something, off the top of the cage. It wasn't anything that either Randy did or Jinder did. It was one of the Singh brothers. And, like, I don't know, man. It's just, I think, uh, title match styles, I don't really know the the direction WWE keeps going with that. It's like they keep playing hot potato, which is, I guess, cool because you know that the WWE title is going to be staying on the respective champions, so it's like, why not just bounce around with the undercard belts, which is okay, given that the, they're closing out the show with the U.S. title, they're giving it so much umph, which is like the catch-22. Because it's like, you know what, at least Kevin Owens and AJ are the highlight and the focal point of the show, and they're bringing prestige back to the U.S. title by making it main event shows and be a, a, a real matter. Like, you makes you be like, damn, I actually want to compete for the U.S. title. Like, shit, that's actually going to be a good look. I'm about to beat yeah. AJ Styles. Yeah, I think like the, I think the whole point of uh of like throwing the belt on gender had more to do with just them trying to get a little bit of attention in in India and try to hit that market because it has nothing to do with his ability in the ring. The dude is pretty uh, it's not the most exciting guy to watch out there at all. 
You know what I'm saying? So I think it had more to do with them just trying to hit the, the Indian market. But I read a couple of places that he's not even really getting that much attention over in India. Like, he's of Indian descent, but he's really Canadian. And they're not stupid. They know that. I'll be honest with you. I really think, like, the whole gender Mahal play making him champion, given our current, like, political situations that are going out into the wind, I think is almost cynical genius on the part of Vince McMahon in the WWE. The moment Jinder Mahal loses is going to be the greatest moment for America. Why not give it to John Cena? <laughs> yeah, you already know that that's happening. <laughs> you already know that's happening. This dude, John Cena, came back on the 4th of July, bro. If he's not taking the belt back from Jinder Mahal, nobody's taking it for the next year. <laughs> Yo, wasn't that wasn't that speech, like that promo he gave on, on the 4th of July, it sounded like he was damn near running for president. Like, that was like, right? they should have just had the music playing behind him. I'm telling you, man, it's it's really funny. I feel, as a child, this would have been, like, awe-inspiring. But, like, at my age right now, I'm watching this pattern. It's dope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they um they 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 made that announcement. So all right, so let's talk about let's talk about like SummerSlam is coming up. We're talking about uh, Cena and Jinder Mahal. Cena probably getting that title back. So what happens next Tuesday? How does does Cena cleanly go over Shinsuke Nakamura? Is it some kind of shenanigans? Does somebody run in and cause Nakamura to match? What do you think that's happening? I see no shenanigans. I see. Shinsuke, pretty clean, yeah. Yeah, I see Shinsuke Nakamura beating John Cena for the majority of the match, and then John Cena just musters up that that I, I won't quit spirit and just lays him down. Because theoretically speaking, I don't know. I'm on the side of logic, and John Cena is just a way bigger dude. I want to respect that. I hope they respect yeah, that in the stories. <laughs> you got five weeks till SummerSlam. Yeah, I think so. So you don't think in WWE's typical fucked up booking there's going to be a mishap actually next Tuesday where something is going to happen and we're not going to get a clean winner, which is going to force Shane or Daniel to make another match triple threat involving another person the following Tuesday. Then we close it in for SummerSlam. That's what I think could happen. I think some wacky, some wacky, some really wacky things could happen like that. Knowing WWE booking, I almost don't see this match happening. I'd be very, I'd be very surprised, but I could see it going some fishy way where they're going to draw it out even more, just so we don't typically get Cena and Baron Corbin might still be looming over because he just took the Jesus. L. Actually, actually, because he took the L, he might actually pop up. Oh yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, all right, so do we get a one-on-one match between the two at SummerSlam, or is it going to be another multi, uh, multi-wrestler multi match like we got for the Raw title? I hope SummerSlam. I'm hoping for a one-on-one. I'd rather a one-on-one because we already have the multi-match of, like, the Goliaths on Raw right now. Like, I actually right. don't want to see Jinder Mahal, Randy Orton, John Cena. Like, I'm good on that. Like, I'm good. Let Randy Orton face the Kali, great Kali, which I kind of expect to happen. Mm. Or the Singh brothers. Randy's always beating up, like, underlings of factions. So it's like, I could see him yeah. being in, like, a two-on-one with the Singh brothers or, like, a three-on-one with the Singh brothers and Kali on some, oh, my God, Randy's going to do this. He's just going to be the Viper. Wild out. can't believe they both that Kali. I could see some wild, some wild scenarios like that happening. That's definitely the bathroom. You know SummerSlam is going to be a five-hour show, right, or four hours. 
I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if one of the best matches is the uh, is like the women's title match for SummerSlam. I uh, wouldn't be surprised. Bailey and Alexa. Honestly, it's like they've been building it up pretty okay, and like they're throwing a little, they're throwing a lot of twists and turns into it. They've really elevated the whole women's division as far as WWE goes in the last months, last year, I should say. Yeah, I think I think you can't even sleep on the uh, on the Natalia match with um with Naomi. I, w- I was looking yeah. forward to see what I thought was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a Charlotte uh, Charlotte match with Naomi, and I was looking forward to that because I thought that would have been like a, a, a hell of an epic. Place. Yeah, that that was that's that's the match that you want. The two best athletes in the women's division would have had a chance to, you know, go up against one another, but. I'm not exactly sure why they didn't go in that direction. That's another question mark, but I think that could be another match that if they get the right amount of time, and that you can pretty much say that for everybody on the roster because from top to bottom, 90% of the roster are really athletic and really talented. So as long as they get the, the right amount of time, they could put together, and there's no shenanigan outcome. You know, nobody's running in. They could get a, a, a good match out of the two of them. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who is the money in the bank for the females? Carmella is Carmella the winner? Carmella, yep. Carmella on on SmackDown is Carmella, yep. So Carmella still has the the women's title money in the bank briefcase, which I completely forgot all about. Totally forgot about that. Definitely does. Yeah, so, a blank. Did you see the Did you see the uh, the 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 T shirt that she had on? She had the free Ellsworth shirt on. I don't. I, I hope she doesn't get involved until after SummerSlam. To be honest, although that that might be the perfect time for her to do so. I think that I just really don't see them letting Naomi leave SummerSlam with the belt. I thought she might beat um, Natalya, but it's, she's definitely getting a run in. I'd rather Naomi face like a, like a tougher opponent, have her have to look like she got beat up, and then have Carmella come through and snatch her real quick. Yeah. And Ellsworth might even come through and give her a drop quick drop kick. <laughs> I, that's, that, that should be interesting. All right, so let's let's talk about like next next Tuesday, SummerSlam next Tuesday. I mean, part of me, SmackDown next Tuesday looks like it's gonna be if everything you know happens to be a good match. I think it's probably gonna be one of the highest rated SmackDowns you know since they've gone live since they moved to Tuesdays. They not only do they have the uh, they have a rematch between Kevin Owens and and AJ Styles next week. You don't know if Jericho is going to pop in. Chris Jericho, yeah, Jericho came back. He might pop in again. I'm not sure if he's going to have a match, but he'll probably be there and be involved. I'm not sure what the schedule with WWE is looking like. And then you have, uh, you know, Shinsuke and and Cena, obviously. Probably a couple other things. You saw the Usos, you know, jump the New Day from behind, so they're going to continue moving into SummerSlam. I'm just like, like, give Breezango a shot. I want to see them get a shot. Like, I'm just over the New Day Usos. Like, come on, guys. We yeah. did this. Let's let's not forget they just did this for the Raw titles, like, last year, man. The Usos. Like, they're, they're underplaying us right now with this. The Usos are annoying. Like, I respect both teams, but I really want to see some more teams, Sean. Who else is on the SmackDown roster? Well, you got to look at the at the at the pay per view. I think they're running some kind of angle, and it's probably going to end up being um, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper that were dragging Brizango out, you know, in that segment that they had on the pay per view. So I think that they, I, I think that's going to be them when they finally do the reveal as far as who was uh, breaking into the office for for Brizango. So you might get a, a a return of the former White brothers, 
um, Luke Harper and, and Eric Rowan. Other than that, there ain't really not nothing much going on. That's but really I think that's what's going to happen. Like the problem, the problem for me with Brizongo was like they're entertaining. Like I like watching their segments, but I'm, I can't take them serious personally as like a, a real tag team that's really going after you know the titles. Even if they do get those titles. It's not going to be anything that's going to last all that long. They have a little bit more work to do if they want to put them in the in the in the direction of being champions. I think. Did they have the wrap up on SmackDown this past Tuesday of what happened to them when uh, Bruno nah. got dragged off? Nope, they didn't have anything. So I'm looking to see that next Tuesday, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't mention it at all. They didn't even do a replay. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah, they, like they 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 got jumped a couple nights ago. Yeah, they got jumped a couple nights ago, dragged out. And nobody even thought to say, "Yeah, we're looking into it." <laughs> they just ignored it all together. Yeah, right. You know what? I actually now to actually say that. Damn. They still did give Goldust and our truth, or whoever else the tag titles, Stardust the tag titles, whoever else is the interchangeable new team the tag titles. Rizango still has a chance. Uh, I mean, yo, they I, they have a chance, but I just don't see it being anything that's going to be taken serious. Like they'll get the belt at some He's point. I know one tag titles. They definitely got a chance. Yo, what about the hype bros? They don't. Got same a thing with them. You take I take Brizongo's in the same boat as the hype bros, except they get more time on TV. In my opinion, they're in the same boat. I don't take either one of them serious. I'd rather see Brizongo. Rizango's respectable. They're gonna be food for the wise though. Like if they face if they face uh Luke Harper and Eric Rowan in a tag team match, that's food and you're gonna see the the Wyatt's return as like a, a serious contender for whoever the the champions are at that point. So either way they're gonna be food. They're just in a way to to kinda, you know, warm whoever whoever's next up, I think. Yeah, you catching impact? Nah, they come on tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I've been watching the last couple of. Uh, I didn't see last episode. I saw the the episode before that. You know what's going on next week though, right? Now nah, what's that? Impact in Long Island. Oh, they're at the Coliseum, aren't they? Nah, they're actually going to be in St. James in Lake Grove ish area. Something oh, down. Okay, and that's you know, a weird ass place. They got what's the size of the building over there? Um, it's like the Ring of Honor. It's kind of like a Ring of Honor size, like a gymnasium. Oh, okay. But John Morrison is debuting that night. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So did he sign a contract with them, or is he just doing like a one-off? I think he signed a contract. I mean, that remains to be seen. You never know with GFW and Impact. Yeah. You never know. He'll be here this month, taped out, and going the next. I know. Like, did, so, he had a. I think he had an issue when he was over with uh with Lucha Underground. I know Ricochet has a, a little bit of a contract dispute with Lucha Underground right now, too. So um, hopefully he got he got he got that straightened out because I think the issue with Ricochet now is that he can do indie shots, but he can't do anything that's going to be televised. It's almost like the non-compete clause, like when you leave WWE, you got like a 90-day to where you can do whatever you want to do. It just can't work for a company that's going to put that on TV or pay-per-view or anything like that. So I hope that uh, that's not the case with uh, with, with Morrison. I actually got a chance to see him in a match with AJ Styles a couple uh, couple years ago, which was insane. I don't even remember the name. It was like some random indie federation. I drove out to Brooklyn to check it out, and... Dude, as fluid as he looks on TV, in person, he's amazing. He's amazing. I was pretty close to the um to the ring, and then you already know about AJ Styles, so that was like a classic match that nobody saw. It was dope. Young Bucks right. were on the bill that that night, so. Love you, Hell yeah. Super party. Hell yeah, they're the number one tag team in the business. 
like the merch that they're selling is insane. Like they, they had, like they have stuff. The whole Bullet Club has has shirts and everything that are selling in Hot Topic right now. I think they still got a. Uh, I think they sold out and they're about to restock or something like that, which is that's insane for people that that don't have that WWE machine behind them to be able to do the money that they that they're getting right now. They're doing numbers. They're doing like some for real numbers. So are you guys going to that TNA show to that uh, the Impact show? Yeah, we're gonna slide up there. Dope. Yeah, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with uh with Progress Wrestling out in the uh, in the UK, but they got something coming up. Um, I think in Queens in a couple of weeks. I bought tickets for it, so I'm gonna go and check that, and that should be pretty dope. All the guys that are over in uh, WWE in the UK division, uh, all from like Progress. Now, the UK division is pretty sick. Whatever happened to the cruiserweights? Cruiserweights are. Whatever became of them, honestly, they never like once Neville loses the belt, I'll be interested in. I forgot that Neville even holds the title. He's held the title, and it's just ridiculous now. I saw what they were doing with that booking, but it just got to the point that you forgot about the cruiserweights because oh, Neville's not losing the belt anytime soon because he's Neville. They they messed no. up trying to give them their own show before they really established the storylines and everything on, you know, on either Raw or SmackDown. Like, because the thing is, like, all of the good stuff, like, they do have some decent things that are going on. Like, I don't watch the show regularly, but I watched last night, and, you know, they had, uh, you know, Cedric Alexander. Like, there's a roster of people that are dope, but nobody's watching it. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't give them, you know, a real chance to establish who these people were on Raw. They featured them on Raw now, but, it, you know, they should have just given them a spinoff a good year or so after they debuted, you know, with the brand new belt. And spin it off after everybody already cares about it. So they got to, like, it's an uphill battle now. So Neville's still a champion over there. They had, um, you know, Cedric Alexander had that feud with his ex. Like, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of talented people, just like anything else, but nobody's watching 205 Live whatsoever. It comes on right after yeah. SmackDown and nobody's tuning in. People were watching Talking uh, Smack and they canceled that. And 205 Live is in this place and nobody's watching 205 Live. I'll tell you one thing, though. If Cedric Alexander won the, the title from Neville, I would think that would be a good a good direction for them to go in. Because I feel like of all the cruiserweights that I have watched, he's probably one of the dopest. Yep. Yeah, there's no there's no flaw in his game as far as in the ring. He's not the best promo dude, but he as far as in the ring, and that's, that's what the showcase is supposed to be. Yeah, the show was supposed to be about these these guys that could do all this athletic stuff in the ring, and Cedric Alexander has no flaw whatsoever. And I don't know what they're doing with him. I have no idea. I'd like to see him get, you know, thrown over to to SmackDown or something like that. I think he'd be able to kill it. Or even NXT, Omar on, on NXT. Finn Balor's definitely not getting that Universal title anytime soon. <laughs> so it's like, is he going Intercontinental or Cruiserweight? I think, I think they'll give him the. The Intercontinental before they put him on 205 Live. That's for damn sure. They're giving the IC belt. I think a few with him and the Miz would be entertaining. I can't front. I think a few Miz between the them. Yeah, Miz, Miz, Miz can have a good program with anybody because he's money on the mic. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's the Miz. The Miz is definitely like the most talking point of all right now. Glad Miz is having this run. Like, if he gets the Universal title this year, be surprised. I'd be like really happy to get the title again. Like really ecstatic. He's killing it in the Continental in the mid card right now. He's like a seven time champion right now. He's killing it. 
And what I think what, what might might be interesting, since you brought Finn Balor up in the Miz, like if they do a program together over the IC title, you'll probably see um, Gallows and Anderson, and they'll probably do like a reformation of the club just with Finn Balor and not AJ Styles to combat the other two dudes in the in the Miz Taraj. I think that that might be interesting. I love it. I love it. But yeah, man, I got to run one time, man. I appreciate this convo as always. Absolutely. Anytime you guys want to want to chop it up, we we'll talk some pro wrestling over here, K Fave and Trail. Shouts to my guys over at We Are the Inner Circle, Mac, Vic, Chad, Law.